and we are live. We're kicking it with your boy Stoddy right now. Want to appreciate everybody listening with us on this impromptu live. We do still want to appreciate everybody with us. But yeah, we are live, y'all. And y'all know what it is. Since it's Sunday, you know what I'm saying, I I think I just want to cool down a little bit. I think everything been going so fast, I think I'm just going to slow it down. Oh, shoot, we got your girl calling in. What's going down, Mojo? I'm live. Is you live? I'm live. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm sitting here. Life is interesting. You know what I'm saying? Life is really interesting. And this music is a whole vibe, man. I'm here. I'm getting some good this feedback. Music is a vibe. Um, I'm getting some good feedback on this music. So I think I'm gonna roll with it, everybody. So um yeah. Um I just wanna say shout out to everybody out there listening and supporting them, man. Um, like I said, I keep seeing the views and the and the plays go up. So just thank you for listening to uh listen to us, listening to Mojo, listening to me, kicking it with Stadi. You know what I mean? We're trying to uh, make sure we consistent and give you what you need. You feel me? So we appreciate everybody uh, that's sure. listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful. Isn't yeah, it? so I had some stuff going on on my notebook pad that I wanted to kind of get into. But I think I'm going to go ahead and um, go a different direction since, you know, as you can hear... <laughs> Mojo getting the money, man. It's all about getting it back tonight. So shout out to everybody. Oh, you hear me typing? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to everybody getting the bag. You feel me? And that's what she's doing. She's getting the bag, and I ain't mad at her. But as my co host, <laughs> as my co host, you feel me? I'm going to always ride with her. No, I'm just glad that she could be here uh, with me tonight. Until I can get all of her attention, we're going to get her up. Uh, going to get what we get. But you know, really, for this one, y'all, Mojo. I just want to uh, dedicate this podcast to everybody out there grinding, you know what I'm saying, just growing and, you know what I'm saying, going from one level to the next level. Shout out to you. It's not easy out here trying to grind because, you know, most most people only grind when they got an audience. But shout out to people that don't need one. You know, like I see a lot of people in my life that's uh, a lot of people in my life that's that's just really get to their bag or just really in their bag. I'm just like damn you know y'all inspiring me to just keep on making it because it, like i said it's not easy it's not easy out here but you got to be your own cheerleader pat your own self on the back and move in silence because you know so we see you out there. so just shout out to everybody out there making it you know especially people in my family you know what I'm saying? i don't usually talk about my people too much but my people in here really making some moves and i'm just proud of you i'm proud of, I'm proud of the growth you know saying so my cousin Got him a nice new car, you know what I'm saying? A nice new car. Going through. Damn, Mojo, that echo scared the shit out of me. I better scared the people driving. Don't make nobody swerve like that. I was trying. I'm changing headphones. I went from. Uh, can you hear me? Can you yeah, hear me? We all saw the transition. We heard the transition. We can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, this is a work in progress. I'm not. No, and this is live. <laughs> I see why everybody uh, like to pre-record some shit. You feel me? Because yeah, when you live, live, we live. But that's why yeah. we love y'all, and that's why we that's why we us. You feel me? Because we you know what I'm we authentically us. But now, and that's a part of growing st- growing stage. You know what I'm saying? Switching up from one thing to another. Look at me. You feel me? Straight up. I'm, I'm and I'm proud of myself. I don't really like to brag, but you know what I'm saying? I was sitting in my house and not apartment, but my house. You know, and it just it was a good feeling yeah, when you get to see how you know what I'm saying, see how far you came in life. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a good thing. It's a good feeling, and the growth is evident. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference for somebody to talk about it, but when you can see the growth. When you can feel the growth, yeah. that's a whole nother yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say, you know, a lot of people have been talking about, you know, 2020 and, and, the, and the realizations and the and the uh, eye openings and all this stuff that's coming to fruition um, during this year <clears throat> of, uh, you know, clear vision. And 
it's just amazing to get to a point in your life where you see the people around you and you see their transitions um, from girls to women, from boys to men, from, uh, you know, from people who were completely dependent on people to, you know, finding their own independence um, mm -hmm. to actually just be a witness to that um is a beautiful thing um and and i just you know i know everybody is got their own lives and they're preoccupied with what they got going on but when you can just um become aware of the people around you and how they are growing or changing it's beautiful to watch you know and it and it and it mm. inspires it, and it and it can inspire. So I, I suggest that to anybody. Just, you know, take a few minutes to uh, observe those around you. You know, get out your own, get out your own um, bag, get out your own, uh, you know, tunnel vision and just check the people out around you, friends or family or strangers, you know, and just see what's going on in people's lives. And it'll be so fascinating um just to see that that's all <laughs> yeah. hey yo and also man don't stop taking your stop taking things so personal you feel me that's the lesson of the day because people are in a growing season you feel me so you know everybody's not available you know what i'm saying like they once was everybody's not uh everybody everybody can't vibe and, and it ain't party mode for some folks you feel me it's literally on some come up shit you know what I'm saying? So just respect everybody's hustle and respect what everybody trying to do because everybody ain't trying to play. Everybody just trying to really get paid. You know what I'm saying? So just, just you know, just to bounce on what you were saying, Mojo, you feel me? Just mm -hmm. respect everybody grind. Respect everybody hustle. Cause they, we all just trying to make it and everybody got different ways they want to, they, they got to make it. You feel me? So just respect folks grind. You know, we love y'all. You know, you, you know we love you. You feel me? We just can't be available like that. You feel me? Because we too busy trying to trying to get somewhere. But you know, what I'm saying, make sure you recognize other folks' stuff. It ain't always about you. Recognize other yeah. folks' growth. You know, what I'm saying, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, that's definitely definitely what I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. So how is it? Uh, you know, what I'm saying, uh, Mojo, of course, is on her late night money make. How is it? Uh doing your late night money mate money mission uh mojo you know well you know I, I, is it weird for you, you your know, little transition you know i've had a complete transition in my whole life oh hold on hold on hold on, hold on hold on hold on i just got really happy oh. Medjunetta, oh my <gasps> god oh, listen i was just talking about have your ear been itching lady or what? Bruh, I've been talking about <laughs> you like crazy lately. I was like, where's hey, man at? Like for real, for yeah. real. Hey, man, you you really you. ghosted us. <laughs> no, don't say no, don't there say that. But damn near. If you listen to the old shit, man, I mean some of our recent stuff, I've been talking about you. Always love, but just you know, I missed you. You are you know, one of the day ones, and I was like, I can't, I don't know where she is. She just dis a fucking fear. But nah, everybody in their bag. We see we see that you've been gone, but we definitely uh we definitely miss you, man. We really just miss your mindset and just what you bring. Um um homeschooler, definitely. So yeah, you busy, busy. Definitely. So yeah, you got to log oh, out. Yeah, <laughs> she had to log out so she can log into that damn computer. And homeschooling ain't easy. Mojo was just talking about that the other day. You know what I'm saying? What you, what you, mm -hmm. hey, she said, I got. I, I was in school. She said, I can't talk right now because I'm in school. You know, so I was in class <laughs> with these kids. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy, man. But you know, I'm, no, go uh, ahead, Mojo. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. But just speaking about that whole homeschooling in school, I was just telling my brother, um, you know, Miles is in the second grade. So we were doing math problems. And this math is so crazy that they're teaching these kids. I'm like, what happened when you put like 58 on top of 25 and you tell them to subtract? Where did that go? Why don't they do that? I don't understand don't nobody do that shit no more. They're doing trick and all type of shit. No, just regular. I mean, he's in he's in second grade. Oh, I'm like, why grade. don't they? I mean, the math is so ridiculous. So I'm actually teaching this child math the way I know how to do math. So, <laughs> so I'm taking him out of. I mean, he's not in his comfort zone because he's just learning. But 
Um, but I'm teaching him the way I know how to do it. And then eventually, I guess I'll figure out how the teacher's teaching it. And then he'll have to incorporate all that together to make sense of this stuff. It's crazy. It, you know, I do have a, a newfound respect for teachers, but um, I do realize that uh, these kids really, it's really a blessing to be able to teach your own child. And uh, that's what I was about to you ask know, you. Do you feel like your Do you feel like he learns more with you around, and you know, what I'm saying, I, you know, mad too? Do you feel like your kids is getting more, getting more education since it ain't coming from the teacher, but it's coming from the parents? So, do you think your teaching methods is working? You know what I mean? So, because uh, you know, what I'm saying, really, they took the teachers out the classroom and put your black ass, you know, what I'm saying, in front of the chalkboard, basically. Well, um, I really think that it's even though it's a struggle. I really think that it's, it's going to become a blessing to the children because I I have Miles usually Monday through Friday. No, I have him Monday. I have him Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And um, his mom comes in and teaches him on Tuesdays because that's the day she's off and he spends the day with her. His daddy works at night, so he takes he comes and gets him every day early. And they do their bondage. It's just beautiful because this one child has now gone from being at school all day long, coming home at five, six o'clock, eating yeah. dinner, getting ready for bed and going to bed till now he has his grandmother, his f mother. He got the village. He got all of us. Um, my Ayana, she comes on Mondays to help me out um, when I need to do stuff on Mondays. So he got the village coming together to teach him. And I think it's going to be, um, it's going to help him. I think it's going to be a blessing to my grandson and hopefully to all oh, y'all's calling kids in. as well. Man. Hey, Med, you live. Hey, Med. Yeah, what's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Man, man. Don't <laughs> man, you ever scare me like you. that again, man. Like, <laughs> see, come on, bruh. I was like, where'd she go? I've been talking I about know. you a lot. We was man, looking like, for you on uh, Instagram. <laughs> we was like, where is she? I was looking for yeah, her everywhere. Yo. I swear to God, I said, yeah, she disappeared. I said, I did. as long yeah. as I know we weren't blocked, you feel me? She just disappeared. Nah. You feel yeah, me? I she just, just, it's okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. yeah, I was really, really busy um, with the homeschooling and stuff. Um, so tell us about your experience. Yeah, so I've been homeschooling for a while. Like before the coronavirus, that's what I was doing. Mm. Right. And um, so my son just started going to kindergarten when um, the coronavirus happened. But before my son even went to kindergarten, I had him reading. I had him, um, you know, doing addition and stuff like that. So he was like yeah. way ahead yeah. when he started school. Beautiful. So right now, I'm in the mind frame where I actually want to take him out of school right now. Really? And mm. just home, yeah, because I think like school is terrible. Like, I don't <laughs> think they put in the effort that they should, you know? Like, I feel like if you have a student and you see that, okay, he's past this level, like, you should meet, meet him where he's at instead right. of like giving him schoolwork that's okay. basically below his level. Like, to me, you're basically stagnating yeah. him. Yeah. You make you basically slowing him up where he could like, he can he can he can let him do what he can do and push him. So they're not doing that, and that's what I do. So I was really thinking about you know just taking him out of the school district and um just homeschooling a hundred percent. I mean that's a big thing. So you know do you think that you know since I mean I get it from the educational standpoint. What about the social standpoint? Is that something that you would just take them out just for a little while and then put them back in? Because my homeboy David said that he was homeschooled from his whole um, elementary all the way up to, I think, um, eighth grade or ninth grade, which I think is cool. You feel me? Soon it's time for you to make some cool little friends, jump on in high school and get your little high school experience and then go to college and be something great. Like, you know, do you think that it's, you know, so should, you know, to be a home, a, a homeschool thing for the long term or what you think? So it was like, that's what happened to me. So initially, you know, um, I was homeschooling him and, and that was my issue. It was like, you know, what about socializing, like meeting, having like children his age to play with and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna do the school thing. You know, I know he's good on like the actual work, but not with, you know, socializing. So that's why I actually made him go to school. So <laughs> right yeah. now I'm actually be like, um, like, you know, I feel like, 
education is more important than socialization. And I feel like I have to make more of an effort, you know what I mean? Because he has cousins and you know what I mean and stuff like that. Make more of an effort to, to get him out with other children's age. You know, he can go to the park, um, stuff like that, where he doesn't necessarily have to go to school. You know what I mean? He can so join so like so a football team or something, you know what I mean? Something. He Absolutely. can do extracurricular activities where he doesn't necessarily need to be in a school to socialize with children um, his age. So that's what I'm looking into right now. But the school is terrible, man. It's terrible. Terrible. Well, um, I think definitely, since you know. school my, started, I've been up to the school already, yo, uh, to speak to the principal and really? to his teacher. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is, it, is, it for, is it from the education point? Or just, yeah. I mean, he, I already know you ain't the parent that's going to be raising no badass kids. So I know it ain't no, no behavior thing. No, because um, I'm doing completely um, 100% um, online learning. So he's not going to school at all. He's home all the time with me. So it's like, they were, the first week, one day, he didn't get school, he didn't get work at all. Really? And when she did give him the work, yeah, and he was getting like only like one thing to do per day. What? You know, and I was, yeah. But now how the fuck yeah. is that supposed to benefit the child? Exactly, exactly. So I'm like, yo, hold up. I'm like, yo, this, you know, like, yo, what am I supposed to be expecting from this 100, from this, um, you know, distant learning? You know, is the uh, students that's coming to school will be getting a better, better education than my son that, that's homeschooled? Like I'm um, not homeschooled, but I, I, but I'm um, doing the online learning. You know, like you know what I'm saying, yeah. like you know what's going on. So I have to have a meeting with them, and then after the meeting, I have to be like calling the school and stuff like that, just to you know make sure yeah, that's crazy. that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So I mean, like they give you they give you an assignment, and they send you to a website, and that website is not working. And it's like now you have to reach out to them, like yo, the website is not working. What's on that working? What's plan B? Exactly, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I, don't like I go that. through the same thing. You... No, go ahead, Mojo. No, I was just gonna say we go through the same thing. Uh, when we do Zoom, sometimes the teachers don't show up, uh, or you know they give us assignments and we can't upload them to the where they where they need to go so that they can be graded. I mean, it's been it's been issues um but we just trying to you know work through it best we can well my little brother said he'd like it uh my 17 year old brother said he'd like it i guess because the school hours is uh is cut shorter you know what i mean so you know he get to wake up and he you know he do do his shit on the uh on the computer and then he get out you know he get on out the out the box but my little brother who's autistic you know so he actually been going actually to school and I asked him one day, you know what I mean? And I really wasn't being funny because I ain't know, you know, his mama knows the answers to this. And I was like, yo, what grade you? You know what I'm saying? You 15. He was like, well, you know, we just, I just, uh, I just got into the high school program. I said, what you mean you just got into the high school program? What does that mean? And he didn't really know what the fuck it meant. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I hate my brother's school, man. I hate my little brother's school because uh, he want to be a, he want to be a doctor and a pediatrician. Pediatrician, but they, you know, they got my brother in the high school program. What the fuck? You feel me? He ain't got no grade attached to it. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yo, what's up, Zaki? Uh, okay, appreciate you coming in and uh and kicking it with us. How you living? But yeah, you know what I mean. So the you know the school life for me um is hit and miss. I, you know my uh my my older younger brother he loved it. My youngest brother. I don't think he like it so much, but you know, it ain't easy uh, doing this homeschooling thing, period, or going to school with these kids anyway. And then I heard that one teacher say that they can only have like 12 kids in one class. So where the rest of the kids, are they even, are they even the, deciding what kids is <laughs> making it to the class and what kid like 12 kids per class? That ain't, that, how, how does that work? That's, uh, that's just interesting, but uh, nah. Uh, shout out to all the uh, new people coming in and uh, really shout out to you, Ned, because uh, it's crazy that we just talked you up and you came around. So appreciate know you still in the uh, still in the mix and still listen to it, listening to us. Um, so yeah, that's that's the most important thing tonight <laughs> that, uh, that we know uh, Ned is still in here rocking with us. Yeah. Everything else is secondary shit. I'm just glad I'm, that you're still I'm glad I'm glad you guys still going, man. I'm glad that the show is still around because sometimes yeah, because I was wondering where everyone shows. was at. 
Yeah, a lot of shows just drop off and you just don't hear them no more. <laughs> well, that's kind of what I, what, what happened to me. I went on the hiatus and then like, <laughs> I'm like, when I came back, everybody was gone. You feel me? Everybody, everybody was, was gone. gone. Everybody was gone. And some folks, I hate to say, I ain't missing. You feel me? But some of them are most definitely missing. You know what I'm saying? The minds, you know what I'm saying? The conversation that we didn't had, stuff that I, uh, I got in store is going to be good because I really wasn't even expecting to hit too heavy tonight because um, uh, Mojo couldn't be all the way available like I wanted to for the long haul. But I seem like she maintained it real good, though. But uh, yeah, I had a whole, sh- yeah. whole spiel rolled out today. Uh, we was going to talk about how everybody's getting played um, in the music industry with their money. Uh, I just I just feel sorry for everybody uh, just getting played about the money. So it was going to be a whole thing about music industry. And I was going to have a guest, uh, one of my friends that's in the that, that has experience with 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 what I'm talking about, basically. You know what I mean? But yeah, it ended up going a whole nother direction. That's usually how it always go when I go live. But shout out to everybody in here. Um, I don't know. Mojo, what you got for me? Um, I was going to make this one a short one. Um. Yeah, I mean. I, I, do you want to do another show at twelve? Y'all, I'm indisposed. I'm I'm in the middle of uh, working. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the middle of working, and I get off at twelve, so I can't. Uh, who knows when I'm gonna be able to? I'm gonna have to cut off and do my job. But um, basically, long story go, short, you want to do it bad. at twelve? I mean, yeah, you I can come back at twelve, and we can uh we can go back to it could be a part two. You feel me? Yeah, I want to do. But we don't know who gonna be up, cause man, she got she got shit to do. You feel me? Other folks got people uh, shit to do. Shout out to Poetic who just came in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't know how long I'm gonna be on tonight, y'all. But I know I ain't about to do well, shit look, on my notebook. This this show was a great show because we we talked a little bit about you know with the kids and um, homeschooling. That was that's very interesting. But I think we can go a little more raw um, on the twelve o'clock show when we start talking about. Uh, you know the music industry and entertainment field and blog you know that kind of thing Dang, so everybody is, you know pretty chaos too um shout out to you i didn't even see that one yeah jamel said he uh, jamel my bad zeke said he missed it but nah this is a good one though i sh- shout out to uh poetic and uh and beautiful chaos i'm glad to know that everyone's still is around you know what i mean how everybody doing poetic how you been how's life been treating you how do how, you know what I mean? How everybody been out here? That's why I say, because I've been getting to my bag. You feel me? I just made the transition from apartment to the house. You know what I mean? And it, it, it wasn't even easy for me to make that transition. But it's ended up being kind of uh, kind of cool for me because what I thought was going to be an interesting experience being what I thought. I thought I was the only black man in this neighborhood because all I kept on seeing was white <laughs> folks with they, with they, right. with they Dobermans and shit walk past. And then the motherfucking frat houses next door and, and across the street and down the street start having their parties. And I felt like I was in, in Crenshaw. You feel me? That episode of Boys in the Hood when they was all in there that night. <laughs> the whole fucking block was hot. He said, working trying to stay on top of things with this new norm. Yeah, the new norm. And I hate it. Cause my breathing been kind of off y'all with the mask thing you know what i mean it, it's really been affecting me and this this wearing this mask thing really been uh been affecting me so i'm with you on that one uh beautiful chaos definitely so i mean how, how much do you wear the mask i i barely wear my mask well i gotta wear it at work you gotta wear it every time you shop drop roll and rock you feel me everywhere you go oh. in the public you gotta wear the shit. Yeah, that's you true. feel me and it's starting to i'm not in the public breathing. anymore yeah, yeah you working from home anymore. so you cool but when yeah. you when you got shit to do when you out here trying to move and groove it ain't true. easy you know what i mean so he's uh Poetic said, I got to wear it at work at the store. Yeah, you got to wear it everywhere. And then, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers, yeah. getting you put, put, motherfuckers putting you out. But, you know, I got into it with somebody because I ain't had my mask on. The next thing you know, I'm getting into it with other people. Tell them to put their shit on. Because if I got to put my shit on and go all the way across town because I forgot my mask, you do too. You feel me? Right, right. Said, in beautiful chaos. So yeah, beautiful chaos is um she's doing school too with the kids. So, um tell us what I, I wish you could call in and just give us your experience with uh, homeschooling and doing a virtual school with the kids. But please let us know how that's going for you and your family. Very interested in that topic. Well, Sue, I'm interested in poetic sin trying to shift into home business too, because that that's definitely uh, something I'm looking. Oh, beautiful chaos, you calling in? Uh, you live, beautiful chaos. How you doing this evening? I'm good. Hello, everyone. 
All right, and we got another call. Uh, Zaki is calling in as well. But uh, yeah, uh, beautiful. You live, Zaki. But beautiful chaos. Tell us how you how you feeling today. Well, you know, with the thing that um, Mo was saying about the school. Well, this was my son's first year in high school, so it's a bit different from when I went to high school, ninth grade year. But he actually likes the setup because it's less children in the room and he goes to school two days out the week. And the other days, it's like he's taking, you know, how like I don't know if you guys ever did like online college, but it's it's kind of like that setup. They give them the work and then they have a deadline that they have to submit the work. So he he enjoys it. His grades are phenomenal. Um, They wear masks and they do the social distance. So. He he loves it. He's like, this is the best school year ever for him. So you said, uh, so he does some t- some some online school too. Like, so the online school for me, I mean, if you, so is that is that not a teacher there? It's like more of the lesson, and they they teach themselves the lesson, and you get a test. Is that no, is that so, what they're doing? No, so it's not online necessarily like it's a different school it's the same school so mm-hmm. if he has questions or anything he's able to ask his teachers that when he return on wednesday and thursday it's not like he's left to to like with to no instructor himself. exactly so the way oh that God. he's doing it it's you know that he goes thursday the wednesday and thursday and then monday tuesday and friday they give them the assignments when the, you know like a paper and they have deadlines and if they have any questions it's this thing called schoology that they're able to submit the questions to the teacher and then once they return on that wednesday they're able to go over to help him understand so i just like that concept better opposed to the kids that's doing the virtual monday through friday they are overwhelmed some of the absolutely, kids are returning absolutely. back to school because it's more work. And the way my son is going, it's more clarity and the work is more streamlined. Interesting. Very yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> How old is your child? Is that is that like a, a elementary child or a middle school no, or a high school child? My son is 14. He's in high school. This is his first year. Oh, wow. Congrats. Yeah, so it, that's pretty much, and I think everybody now, like who's dropped off from potting, and you know how things used to be. It's just life has changed again, you know, with the new norm, and so a lot of people are just they just jump in, like how I did tonight. I'm working, but I wanted to hear who was on, so that's why I came on and I got got you guys. So that's that's a good thing. Well, thank you, definitely. Um, thank you. I've I've definitely seen you uh uh seen you around too. This is the first time that you called into uh, one of mine, but I've definitely heard uh, some of your opinions. You got some okay. really a really a really good mind. Um, I, I've seen you around before, but I really appreciate. I'm just glad that you that you jumped in mine. So I'm grateful for that. Um, oh, thank definitely. you. Love uh, caller Zaki, do you got any comments, sir? Question, comments, or concerns? Well, um. First and foremost, how's everybody doing? Uh, this is my first time ever doing a, well, joining a podcast. But um, my little boy is nine and he's in elementary school. Um, as far as this whole school system deal, I'm not really, how can I say it? I'm, I'm not with them going back to school. Now, a little bit about me, I'm in a, I'm in a medical field and um, I work in this nursing home and been there for a while. Um, some of the patients, you know, is catching this COVID-19 because of the, the employees coming in. And I'm saying that to say this, I'm saying that to say this, the kids that's going into school, you know, nowadays, okay, they may be protected but uh, my main thing is the uh, cafeterias, you know, food preps and everything like that. And people, adults will catch they it quicker than kids. But they don't do that at our school. They, they don't even like, you know what you're saying about the cafeteria, the school, the school system here in South Carolina. They don't even go into the cafeteria. They don't even get together collectively. You know how we used to do back in the day where everybody right. go, you get your foods. It's nothing like that. When I tell oh, you really? they're implementing the social distance, it may be if you, the child does get lunch, it's bagged. 
and then you know you come at the specified time to get it and then you go back to class to eat it and there they have like you know the their practice in social distance so that the cafeteria thing for us is not that way interesting oh that's that's, that's pretty neat and i know down here in savannah yeah. a lot of folks here is uh not careful and 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 truthfully enough it's being spread through adults and mm-hmm. um I'm I'm just not with you know the possibilities of my son or any of my you know nieces or or anybody else's child to get caught up with because some adult that's not protected and washing their hands on the regular you know like I said I'm in this medical field and I see it almost every day uh, the employees who is fed up with the whole masking the gloves the the safety of of everything they're just tired of it so they just don't mm-hmm. care anymore. And they just come in and spread it, like, and then once you spread it, or once it gets started, it's like a wildfire, you know. If you don't, if you don't well, want to I, take precautions. Can I, say this? can I say this to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying? Now yes, I have um, asthma, and so the mask for me, the reason why I don't like to wear it is because it triggered. I can't breathe in it. Um, so for me, at first, I used to look at people and say oh, they're so disrespectful, they're so distasteful because they're not wearing a mask. But then I had to think about myself. It's hard for people who have underlying conditions to breathe in those masks. So I may... I may not go to the store and wear it, but if I see that it's required, then I'm going to put it, you know, on just to make sure that everyone who's around me feels safe. Now, I have a difference of opinion on the COVID. I feel like the same precaution that the world is taking now in regards to, you know, masking, social distance, sanitizing. I think they should they should also have been taking that precaution when it comes down to the flu. Because me personally, you know, this is just my opinion. I think that it's just a stronger strand of the flu. And I think a lot of people had it and didn't know that it was called the COVID, but classified it as flu. So I think we've been bombarded with this this thing being, you know, pushed on us as far as fear that it's just something that just came from out of nowhere, just like Ebola. We had that, that went away. You have, have you heard anything else about that? And all these other things. So I think it's more so when you create fear in people, that lowers your immune system to where that you're easily accessible to these things that's already in the atmosphere that your body's supposed to fight off anyway, because that's how our, um, our uh, system is designed so I just look at things totally different as far as I just my mom said I play around with it but I just don't see it in that light and no disrespect well, to anyone who does not at all. I, I love I, it I love I, it I, um, I, I, I thought somewhat like that too that it, that I thought it was like the flu until until the corona the got my ass you know what I mean but and, and it didn't feel like the flu you know what I'm saying uh miss six miss beautiful it, it didn't feel like the flu to me because my body was hurting like it never hurt it you know what I mean and, and my body was aching like it ever you know what I mean it was just it was bad bad it was a me. difference it was a higher strength because it was, it was something I ain't never had before and I was scared and then you uh, mm-hmm. all I've been hearing about now you know me working in the medical field is about the residuals and since the flu season make sure you double up on your fluids and you yeah. know what I'm saying all this shit because you know if you did catch it now you can re-catch it and it might hit you you know the fatigue exactly. might be worse you know what I mean I'm just I'm so scared about that so I can imagine like you know like he said people working at the nursing home and it's spreading mm-hmm. like that I don't know. So do you do you think that the kids is in danger then still? If it's like well, the flu, do you, do you think these kids can beat it? I what I I think is if your immune system because our bodies are designed to fight these things out. That's just the way God created us and created our bodies. But if your immune system is high and you're eating healthy and you're you're just doing stuff to keep your, you know, your immune system high, then once you do get these things, I don't think that you're more of you're at a higher risk of, you know, having a fatality or being sicker. I just think that it's, you know, something that we have to be more aware of if your immune system is compromised. So I, that's just my take. Not that I'm take it lightly. I just I just do the same thing I've been doing with when I had the flu. Actually, I think I had the COVID because my body was hurting. I, my sister, actually, they quarantined me. We didn't even know about the COVID at the time. And I went, they didn't even test me they just said well you have flu-like symptoms they gave me tamiflu 
Um, and then I just was popping pills like the hot, the vitamin C and after mm. like seven days and I've never right. felt that sick in my life. But after that, after I took the Tamiflu, after I, you know, was popping high C, hydrating myself, I was fine. My body was hurting so bad. So I understand what you're saying, but it's just like, I'm just doing the same thing I have with a little bit more precaution as far as respecting others when I go into a store or if people don't feel comfortable if I'm not wearing it. So I try to, you know, respect that, but I don't take it lightly. I'm just not... I'm just not. Um, how can I say it? Would you it be mad if stop. somebody was making your food without the mask? Because I no, was I mad. Because you don't you don't know what they were doing before that. Before COVID came, think about it. You go into these restaurants, you don't know who's clean. You don't know the cleanliness of people. You don't know what they're doing. People spitting people food all day long. I've seen it right, firsthand. Right, so right. you can't really say okay because they don't wear masks. Do I think I'm at a higher risk? Because you could be at a higher risk for something else had we not known about the COVID, you know, mm. to, um, you know, be your food can be contaminated through, you know, how sanitary they are. So I don't look at it as, as just because it's COVID and someone's not wearing a mask that I can't eat there. No. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. I mean, I guess I guess the world got us so scared now, you know, I mean, got us oh, so yeah. conditioned, like you said, you know, I mean, like the the lady didn't have the mask on at the Panda Express and everybody was mad. You know what I mean? And I was mad too. And she was like, I ain't putting it on. You feel me? I ain't putting it on. Yeah. And her son didn't have one on. He was like probably three. And I was mm -hmm. like, damn lady, just put the mask on so we can, you know, so we can come get, get, her, get her shit. But it was, I mean, but then, you know, speaking of what you're saying, like she like, she probably thinking like, you know what I mean? What the hell? I ain't scared of no COVID. Me and my kids ain't got nothing, to, you know what I'm saying? It's just interesting. It, it Exactly. And that's a lot of, and see, the thing is what we're doing as a, a human race is we're just being fearful type people. I was in Publix at a grocery store and I stood too close to this woman and her child. And if looks could kill, I probably would not have be having this conversation with you right now because right. that's how, like, <laughs> that's how hard she, like, looked at me and I forgot. I was like, okay, Tiffany, everybody doesn't think like you. Everybody doesn't feel the way you do. So I have to have that much respect to say, okay, you know what? That's fine. Let me respect how they feel. Let me back up a little bit. It's all about respecting people's preference when it comes to this. And I think people just disregard that. And that's why it's so hostile with people. And people are taking it more as a disrespect opposed to preference of how they want to continue on with their life due to the COVID. Interesting. Very, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, and I, I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand myself where uh two people really got into it off of that social distance you know oh, like yeah. really really got loud in restaurants because there was oh, in, front of, in front of a whole family you know it was, it was just one lady and she really went off on this guy in front of his wife or girlfriend and child you know about mm -hmm. that social distance it's very very serious I was amazed. I was amazed. Like, wow, really? You know, oh, all you gotta do is just back up, you know, and you have your space. That's just, it. You know, be cool. You don't have just to show you know, respect. Right, right. But right. the lifestyle changes, like you said. You know what I'm saying? I was at work, and the man came up to me and was like, "How come ain't nobody monitoring how many people are getting on this elevator? I refuse to get on this elevator." You know what I mean? I, I refuse to. I'm like, well, we, we don't have no security to monitor an elevator. Like, what the hell do you think is this shit is? You feel me? Right. Well, did, people, you I know wonder, what I mean? What, what, what's going on? <laughs> I wonder, did he refuse when somebody had a common cold? And common colds can be spreaded as well. Did you that take that same precaution, precaution then? So it's just a matter of the government creating fear to control and to, to make us like react to each other this way. And once we see the bigger picture of all the distractions and everything like that, I think we'll be more accustomed to understanding God's will for everybody because whether somebody died of the COVID, whether somebody died of getting shot, guess what? It's my opinion that all of this was already written. We're just finding out about the stuff. So once we see the bigger picture, regardless of how somebody leaves this earth, it was already destined for that to happen because it had to create something else in order to bring an awareness to this world. Interesting. 
So do you, you know, people say that, you know, since it's about to get cold outside, so they say that it's about to, the numbers are about to go high, you know, so mm-hmm. we're preparing for it to be more deadly. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that it's going to be an end to the COVID to where it can be like a, another new norm where we can finally take the mask off? Or do you think we head into more control like that? I think we're heading to more control third world, um, world order stuff. I think it's... Um, I think COVID is just the because COVID has lasted longer than anything that you know has came before that as far as like what was the thing Ebola and all this other stuff that that came before that so now I think COVID is the thing that's going to take us into a more control with the population wise control as far as you know trying to chip everyone a you know a third war order so yeah I think this is going to be the new norm you know everything from this point will never go back to what it used to be it's going to be um preference as to if you want to wear the mask that's fine if you don't that's fine but you're at your own risk and i think the mandates are pretty much going to be lifted because it's a constitutional right for you to choose what you want to do and so i think that will probably be lifted but as far as you know we're going back to just you know living like we did before i don't think it'll ever go back there no. Because it's affected every way of life to the money, exactly. to the to the food, to the to the school system, every, every everything changed. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just like that. And it's either put this mask on or you ain't eating in here. Put this mask on or you ain't gonna be able to feed your family or educate your kids. You feel me? Because we ain't doing it. It's just interesting. So what do you, very interesting. What do you think about if if they get a vaccine? Are you gonna? I don't know if you have children, but will you let your children get the vaccine? No. I've got no kids, but I, uh, I told no. my little, you know, I told my little brother's mama, like, please don't do that. Like, uh, uh no, nah, absolutely not. I think that we, uh, if anything, we learned that the CDC and these pharmaceutical people is, is just really scandalous. You feel me? So you really shouldn't have been taking a flu shot all these years. So, you know, exactly. so, you know, now if they try to, <laughs> they try to push the coronavirus uh, vaccination. You might really have to make some lifestyle decision changes. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because, uh, that's more control. You feel me? Definitely. Absolutely. And depending on where you work at, if you work in healthcare, if you don't take it, you might not be able to work anymore. You exactly. feel me? So you so, might need a secondary income. Exactly. <laughs> Straight exactly. up. Exactly. And wow, I think so this is wild. a wake up call for the world, though. Really, I do. Um, to get back to family and and love and and to to spend time with each other because we're we have become such accustomed to a fast-paced world our phones where everything is accessible um and i think we just lost the family thing as far as you know being with those people putting your phones down you know creating um you know uh, an atmosphere to love each other and just you know be among each other so i just think it was a world awakening it does bring you closer in some aspect. Uh, there are some families still that I know of that are still not together, but the, mm-hmm. but in the most part, yeah, you're right. It does bring you closer, you know, and, and basically relearning your sister and brother. Absolutely. Out in the opening, mm-hmm. you know, you're so caught up with the with your norm before this whole COVID thing jumped off. You're so caught up mm-hmm. with everything else that you, you lose touch with your close ones. And, and you lose touch thing. with yourself. Mm-hmm. Which that's also true. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's good that because you said I, that. I I work so much, and it was like I I wanted a way out to just have some downtime and to really just sit home and enjoy just watching TV and kicking my feet up and having you know some coffee or something like that at home. I don't have to go anywhere, and so I would get off from work and I would go to the store. It was like I didn't have downtime till it was time for me to go to bed and get yeah. back up and do it again. So for me, this was very refreshing to just be able to sit home, work from home, and try to find those things that that God gave us as gifts and try to manifest those and create you know, create those things. Like I do poetry and I write and stuff like that. Those are things that, you know, I haven't done. So it just shows us that we're more than just, you know, people that work. Like we have things in us that that needs to come out so the world can get that exposure and experience to what we have. So a lot of people have open businesses. You know, they're, they, become, they became entrepreneurs during Absolutely. this time. 
Some people's whole back. Can I, can I, can I say something real for, quick? Oh, I'm sorry. Medjugnetto, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Go I just want to hop in for a little bit. Um, I think uh, the COVID-19, I think it's something that should be taken very seriously, especially okay. for black people, just because white supremacists and racists and the American government like to experiment on people especially black people that's crazy i was <laughs> so just think, thinking that i was like man so i don't I like how they experience with our bodies like this yeah i think we should be very wary very wary if it's real or not i think we should be very wary as black people um and i was gonna say about homeschooling for me i have no trust in the educational system <laughs> that's what they call it right um mm-hmm. that's why i homeschool it's not, it has okay. nothing to do with COVID. actually to me, it, it was all it was almost as a benefit that I I was able to like do homeschooling, like have him go to public school, but homeschool at the same time. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like almost like get get help from from the teachers and stuff at the same time. Have him having having him, you know, having to give him my own work. You know, like basically like Columbus Day is coming up. You know, I can talk to him about Columbus. Who Columbus really is. Other day we were talking about George Washington. We can talk about who George Washington really is, about his slave ownership, about his raping. Like we we can talk about that stuff, and it's not watered down and it it, and and look through some some kind of prism by the um the the, the educational system. So that's why I I I think homeschooling is is good. And I just want to say like a lot of things like we're talking about the um COVID nineteen. I think Mm -hmm. they were comparing COVID nineteen to the Spanish flu in nineteen eighteen, which was a hundred years ago. Well, I and, didn't um, really know. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it's like some of these things, it's a lot. It's like it's very cyclical. It's the thing. These things keep happening over and over again. And I mm-hmm. always think to myself, people say the new world order is coming, and I always think to myself, what is that? What is a new world order? Because for me, as black people in this country and in this world, we're not even seen as people. We don't have freedoms. We're not free. That you is know what I mean? Certain, what, certain things, certain what things. classifies as freedom, though? That's that's the that's the that's the answer. What classifies as freedom? Is it freedom that we wait on somebody to give it to us, or is it freedom from the mindset of of being always told something? So, what for you classifies as freedom? Because I'm free. I'm free in my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not of this world. I'm in this world. So, what is your okay. what is your definition of freedom? My definition of freedom is being my black self or being myself because to me what i'm living right now is some kind of imitation of a european this is not freedom it's like why is it what black people call freedom is some kind of, of an imitation of a european lifestyle hmm. that's that's what i'm saying like, so, so for, for me i don't think i don't think i don't think i'm free you know what i mean i don't think so that's just my okay. that's just my 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 perception you know i understand and i respect that yeah, but that's that. all I wanted to say. Thank yeah, you. We respect everybody's uh, uh, opinions and perspectives Opinion, always. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's always all love. Um, you know, saying that the you know the term free is gonna be loosely. You know, uh, I know y'all two y'all two can uh, definitely have some um some <laughs> some uh some opinions. You know, I love you, Med, and I'm learning to love you, beautiful. But you know, uh, for, <laughs> you know, saying you know, saying for me, I just think that um. I think that like you going back just to the uh, to the to the Rona, you know, what I mean, I didn't like, uh, you know, I didn't like the experiment feeling either. You feel me that, you know, so that it may text it back to the white supremacy kind of for me. But, you know, I mean, I guess that is, that's, a, that's another another one for another show, because we can go in on that one if you like. I know Mojo got so much stuff she want to say. <laughs> She's at work. <laughs> she yeah, she at work right now. She oh, wanted okay. uh, she gets off at twelve. I'm and working. We gonna hit it again at twelve. Uh, yeah, I'm working. working. Can you hear me? I'm working, but I'm listening and and I'm writing my notes of what what y'all are saying so that I can have a comeback. So she can have some shit games. ready. <laughs> well, what yeah, do you think yeah. about what Maya said though? For real, why why you unmuted? What you think about what she said? Well. Though? Um, well, I, I did want to say something about, um, she was saying about taking the, um, COVID very seriously. And, um, I know, um, beautiful was saying about, um, uh, about the vaccinations. And I wanted to say that I, I did hear that, um, they were doing, 
uh, trial runs or whatever with the vaccination at HBCUs. Um, mm-hmm. So we need to research mm. on that some to see what's really? up with that because, you know, like Medjunetta said, um, they love to, exp- and you said, Stottie, they love to experiment on black bodies, um, you know, so we need to. Um, we'll see the thing about this. Um, the thing about this, Mo, is they can't even they may experiment on our bodies. But guess what? This is this is experiment on a whole race. So we're not just targeted because you can't target us without affecting your race, the the you know European descendants and other races. So they can't they would love to target us specifically but this thing right here that the covid you can't just target one race now you just can't they well, can they well, can no but but they haven't been experimenting on black people um decades so yeah oh, they absolutely. they start on us first and then they'll oh, whatever you know they find that works then they'll you know turn it over for themselves but you know the damage that'll be done to black people uh black men and women and children um, will be detrimental um, before That's they can actually find a find a vaccination. I mean, Donald Trump said at the um, at the um, at the um, debates that we're, we were months or weeks away from having a vaccine. I mean, it takes it takes years for a vaccine to be created. The uh, coronavirus. I mean, this stage That's of it where they where they're trying to create an actual vaccine. What is it? It's been less than six months, and he's saying we're yes. within days of having. A, um, I, I don't know who wants to be a part of that experimental chain, but definitely we already know who is family. gonna be a part of. You just said the HBUs and shit; they're gonna be going to the jails well, and shit next. Well, hopefully they will. Well, yeah, they'll be going to jail look at six beautiful. Ho- hopefully they don't do it like that. And see oh, how and see how they're me? gonna get how they're gonna target these people at the HBCUs and at the prisons. Um, mm-hmm. is because people who need money. You you got students exactly. that need money. You got inmates who don't have commissary they need money so they will tell them we will give you money for you to partake in this experimental thing and then they will they will do it and then these inmates are going to come home these students going to come home they're going to have relationships with their friends and families and and loved ones and pass god knows what on to um, (laughs) god knows what i mean i mean it's the truth it's the truth i mean Mm-hmm. Um, one of my the guy that um does my hair, he had brought something to my attention because he's real into you know the politics, and I used to be, but after a lot of stuff, I just kind of got out it more. But I'm not, I still look at it, but not as heavily as I used to, just to be aware of things. But he brought it to my attention about the states that did not elect Donald Trump, you know, like New York, how they were the ones that were hit hard the most when COVID first came out and they had the most fatalities because that was a state that did not elect Donald Trump and that's why Donald mm-hmm. Trump took a long time for them to bring those um what are those uh like the things that they needed to save lives he took forever to get them those resources so that's why right. New York was one of the biggest states that had all those fatalities so those states that did elect him it was more so an urgency to you know to those states and I didn't even think about that part of it until he brought that to my attention I was like wow that is mm-hmm. true because I start looking back and it's just it's just messed up it's it's just a real sad sickening situation for us it really is but I mean, what can we do but just be aware? And I'm not getting the the, the the vaccine. My son is not getting the vaccine. We have gotten the flu shot before, and I, we've never had the flu. And once we got the flu shot, we were sick as a dog. So I would never mm. get the flu shot or any of that again. Yeah, same here. I I um I got the flu one time before, and I know Stadi was saying he was comparing having the flu with um with his corona situation. But I was down bad with the flu um, and bounced back after about a week or so. So mm-hmm. um, and, and according to the CDC, I mean, the the actual cases of Corona is at flu like levels. So, I mean, I think the thing is being blown well, out. I can't trust the CDC at all exactly. because the CDC, the CDC done got people all fucked up in so many different ways. I don't like how how the laws changed and how shit was adjusted. First, it was safe to wear a mask. First, it wasn't. 
First, it was safe exactly. to keep the mask on for a long time. Then it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? People was getting fired from their jobs because they were scared to come to work. You feel me? Exactly. Now, you know what I mean? I'm telling you, I've been, I, I know people that, you know what I'm saying? They sat down and said, yo, you have a, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you fear for your life uh, for being at work, then you don't got to come to work. So, of course, people with kids going to say, yo, I'm going to go ahead and take a step back. I'm not going to work because of the corona. But then as soon as you step back, they say, well, since you, since you gone, we don't need you. You know what I mean? Oh, people, yeah. right. you know what I'm people right. been getting affected like, 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 like for real. It's just it's been tripping me out, man. That's why I been I can't trust the what the law been saying about shit. You feel me? It just and, you can't you can't do it. Yeah, and I also wanted just to make mention too about um the homeschooling, and I know um you know I've been doing homeschooling. Um, Mad um beauty, you've been doing homeschooling as well for yours, kids. Well, I didn't get that part. We're at like a mixture. Like he goes twice a week. He's but hybrid, it, huh? Yes, he's hybrid. Yeah, so he's a hybrid on a billboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my, I saw that on a billboard. Hybrid education. Yeah, That's I'm crazy. like, what? What is it called? Like my son, he's um, he's he's a very he's a very different child than I was. I tell you, he um, he teaches himself certain things. Certain things he brings to me that they don't teach in the school. That I'm like, wow. So, because I know Mead said, or Met, is it Met or Mead? I, I don't know. Metronetta. So she was saying something earlier about, you know, she teach her kids, you know, what the schools don't teach. And and I highly, you know, kudos to that. But my son is he's um he's self-aware. I'll tell you, he's like a totally different person than I was. He's he loves information. He doesn't just go off what the teachers say. He researches and and I wasn't that child. So your son is woke. Very That's woke good. to be his age. How, and it, how it, old is it? He's fourteen. Oh, okay. He's yeah. fourteen, and I'm just like I told my mother. I said, I don't know where he comes from because I wasn't. I'm not that smart. <laughs> and I said, mm-hmm. he's to me, he's a mastermind. Like these kids these days, I don't think they're gonna just take the fact of what you say at face value they're gonna research those things they got they're too gonna, much yeah they got exactly. too much education too many tools at their fingertips for them to just take what people say yeah exactly so exactly yeah, so yeah it's just it's just different yeah but I, I also wanted to say too that um i think that having kids out of school i always thought that at some point um because you know Educating our children, free education is not mm-hmm. a constitutional uh, right. So no. I, I, I knew at some point it would become a point where um, government will have to try to figure out a way to stop mm-hmm. educating the children. Mm-hmm. And what? A, and look how perfect this became. You know, mm-hmm. Corona came into play, and now your kids can't go to school. Now they're just teaching them, you know, on mm-hmm. online. And then now you have a choice. Do you want to send your kids back to school or do you want them mm-hmm. you know, stay home? Right. Well, we decided to keep Miles home. So now Miles is staying home. Um, mm-hmm. so, but I think this was all a ploy. And I think that um, it, tr- this was a trial run to see how okay. it would work. And I think okay. that, um, you know, you know, if it's successful or more successful, it's going to become a point where, like they have it now, it's an option to send your kids to school. And then eventually it's going to become, um, th- there is no public school. Either you send exactly. them to charter or a private school or you homeschool mm-hmm. your children. So I think that it, it, this corona has been um, a tool mm-hmm. for a lot of things to come to fruition. That's Most absolutely. definitely, yeah. Absolutely. Most definitely. I appreciate everybody uh just coming okay. in here and just, just giving us you know perspective on you have views on things. It's just it's refreshing as always. I, I was gonna say something real quick about school. No, go ahead, man. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was just thinking about the history of school in America just for black people. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important for like um uh, as I was saying before, I think like black people we really need to teach our children. <laughs> Uh, because school, you know, the history of slavery, and then Jim Crow, where the schools were. We didn't even really have proper schooling. We had to, you know, makeshift something and come up with something. Um, even right now, when they have so-called integration, we still have 
segregated schools and these black schools on non-white schools, they don't have the resources that these rich, wealthy communities have. So at no point in this country was like education really something for black people. You know what I mean? So I really think we should really like take the reins and not to say that we should all homeschool, but I think we should teach our children about, you know, our history and what it means to be black in America. And my son is six years old. Oh, absolutely. He's six absolutely. years old. And I'm, tr- and I'm like, from right now, I'm trying to like, you know, just bring certain things to, to his attention, you know, because absolutely. the school is not going to do it. Oh, no, not at all. You know, they're, they're, they're talking about Christopher Columbus and how he comes, and, you know, he's friends with the Indians, but they're not t- talking about the truth of what really <laughs> happened. They're not talking exactly. about what really happened. You're talking about the President's exactly. Day and the Presidents and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? We talk yeah, about Thanksgiving, yeah. but we're not talking about the, the, the butchering of the Indians. We're not talking about that. Exactly. We're talking about eating turkey. We're talking about eating turkey. So that's why we think it's very important for black parents, yo, to really take reign and just, you know what I mean, just try to introduce. Yeah, as, yeah I agree. And I want yeah. to say this. I was talking I to my son. I, I was talking to my son the other day about slavery. Okay. And, and it, it, it was like, it was... I don't even know how to explain it, but when I was talking to him about slavery, and I showed him a picture of, uh, I think it's a very popular picture of this black man with his back like uh, whipped up and it's all like swollen. Yeah. And my yeah. son started to hold on to me. He started to hold on to me and started putting his legs up. He was scared. Really? Yes. He was scared. And I'm like, yo, wow, yo, like, and I'm I'm trying to comfort him. And while I'm comforting comforting him or trying to, I'm thinking to myself like, yo. At the same time, at any time, I can lose my son. Yeah. But I have to play this role as if I'm really a parent, as if I really can protect him. Because in reality, I can't. No, we can't. But you know what? Not just lose our son, to, our sons to like, you know, white people or Ku Klux Klan or whatever, but also lose our sons to people who look like us as hmm. well. Listen, okay, look, okay, this is this is getting good, and I know uh, we want to, I'm going to save this for Mojo's show at 12 o'clock, y'all. You hear me? Okay. We're going to have to pause this. Man, you are definitely we back. We're going to pause I'm it? Feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> nah, you might not be up. Yeah, I might I not be up, up, man, but uh, listen, um, I'm going to, no, I know Mojo likes shit. We need to keep it going. I know Mojo trying to leave How? early. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I was. But I, I wanted to just make mention too because of how passionate Matt was. Um, with Miles, I just her. realized that um, that he was he was doing the Pledge of Allegiance. We don't do Pledge of Allegiance in my family um, because we, we don't need really? that's a dollar tree. Um, <laughs> so when I'm here and his he he got up and stood. And he did the Pledge of Allegiance, and I was so shocked; it almost my head almost exploded. But um, really, he had he had not been taught why we don't do it. Um, so mm. that was a lesson that we, you know, we have to go through, and you know, then we have to build up his confidence so that he can let teachers know that he does not participate in the pledge and why. So we, you know, that's a whole training. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I. I it's just so it's just been very eye opening and awakening to to do the homeschooling and actually see what your kids doing on a day to day basis and you know try to be more a part of their lives and you know it i'm just i'm happy that it, we at this point where i can be there for miles like that so just That's to end horrible. it on that note <laughs> Well, ain't that a good, beautiful way to end it? And ladies, y'all just, y'all, y'all minds are beautiful. That's why I love talking to y'all. Well, beautiful, uh, <laughs> beautiful. You the first one. You, you, I mean, you the, uh, you the first, t- first time coming in. But I just love y'all. But yeah, just make sure y'all be a light, y'all. Um, Mono Mojo gonna still go live at twelve. If everybody else probably will, we'll find out. Um, but I'll be back on Wednesday, and we could definitely keep this going. Mad, I'm back. So I'm glad you back. You already know. Ten o'clock. I'm here. Um, I'm here, y'all, and um, it's only gonna be getting better. So the webcam coming. So it's only gonna look at everybody trying to come in. Shout out, shout out to CEO of Curls. Damn, hell of a name. We'll be back at twelve. <laughs> we'll be back in one hour on Mojo Four L. <laughs> okay, oh, that's Taz. Uh, Taz, that's you. Well, let me follow you, Taz. I ain't know. 
Taz, how you gonna have a whole new profile? Well, follow me, Taz. I ain't know that was you. I was, hey, everybody, please hit that follow button because I'm about to check out. But I love everybody. Um, uh, hey, beautiful. Thank you for coming in here. Uh, really, thank you for just sharing your uh your mind uh, with me today. Oh, absolutely. So, you guys have a good night. Uh, you too. Y'all have a good night. Make sure you be you a light, y'all. Too. And uh, I'll see y'all soon. Okay. Y'all have a good. Bye bye. Love and light, y'all. Be a light, y'all.